right, man. This is episode, I'm going to say, I ain't going to even say 31B. We just going to keep it rolling. Episode 32, Um, real quick, everybody that messaged me uh, last night and this morning that's already listened to uh, episode, actually, that was episode 32. I'm tripping. Episode 32, everybody was like, you know what? They enjoyed the conversation. Different people was messaging me saying that they want to jump on here and talk about it. So like I said, it's an open invitation. We're going to talk about this versus Gucci versus Jeezy. I want to hear everybody's opinion. And now we got Grip back on the podcast with us. What's up, man? What's up with it, What's up with it? All right. And finally, finally, I've been saying his name on these last couple episodes. And like I said, he's a very busy man. And I finally got a chance to catch up with him. What's up, Charlie? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on, everybody? Yes. So I got so Charles. I got my name out there. It's a, it's a, it's a mess, so I ain't get to get to be on, but I wanted to be on. So, but we're going to make that happen in the future, though. We can definitely so. talk about it. So I got Charles on here with me. And this is an important conversation because I know both of y'all enjoy music. You know your stuff about music. So I'm going to give you your opportunity to how the floor first because I know we've been going back and forth in the chats and different comments and stuff like that. And <laughs> I, I, uninterrupted, this is this is your opportunity. Talk to me. Okay. Uh, first of all, I want to ask you a question first before I get started. Yes, sir. What did you have the score? What did I have the score? Yes. To me, because it was like they went well over 20. Not even 24, 24, 25 out of So it's like. Because Lemonade was the last song, so that don't count. You feel me? I mean, you know, so icy. Right. So it's like, to me, I gave Jeezy the edge. Like, you, you can't even argue it. So it's like an official score out of 20, I'm going to say like 12, 8 ish. I want you to know I'm talking shit to you, but I'm a bigger Gucci fan than what you think. Like I like Gucci too. I just prefer Jeezy over Gucci. But I uh no bias. I had to go to eleven. Say that again. Fourteen to eleven. So see, so you counting all the other ones too? Then the I, ones. I got it wrote down. Okay. 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 The rounds, everything. Like the first, the first, like the first two songs, I had Jeezy with. Just it was just my opinion. But after that. Gucci was starting to, you know what I'm saying? I was, you worried for a minute. I'm like, damn, this is going to be a little closer than what I thought. And see, but, go ahead. Go ahead. What you been saying? Nah, and that's what I was, I was saying to my peoples on the on the other episode, because I felt like in the beginning, like you said, like Jeezy came out just throwing straight uppercuts. But then once you got towards the middle of it, again, Jeezy was still throwing out hits, but it was like, okay, man, like, I'm, I'm, I'm past this part of the of the verses, like show me something else. Like the energy for me wasn't there on Jeezy side. Cause after a while it, it was just repetitive in my opinion. And that's when I felt like Gucci started making his comeback. And then right there towards the end, when he did the lemonade and all of that, that's when I felt like, all right, now it's a toss up. It just comes down to your, your personal preference. Yeah. But that's why I, when I saw people, it was like, man, Jeezy washed them. He's and I was like, come on, bro. Like, nah, don't do that. Don't do that. You know, you're going to have a lot of people feeling like he washed them. You're going to have a lot of people feeling like Gucci washed him. It's just a fan perspective in my eyes. But <clears throat> I feel like, you know, I knew Jeezy was going to always have an edge anyway, because we all know Jeezy got more, like, mainstream hits. Oh, yeah. Bigger yeah. club hits than Gucci. Gucci, Gucci, Gucci got, got a lot of things. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, but Gucci got a lot of um, a lot of mixtapes, and I give Gucci a props. He stayed relevant with one of the biggest artists at the time. Like Jeezy was probably the biggest artist at the time when he did trap music when he was beefing with him. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, but, but my main thing about this whole thing is like I understand everybody going back and forth and all that, but what Jeezy said, like I kind of felt it, but I also feel. Gucci didn't want to squash it. I understand that too, because you had somebody come in. But to me, that was like big for hip hop, bro. Like real big. And we'll we'll definitely we'll definitely touch on that because I think that's the most yeah. important part. But Charlie, 
Charlie, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Just my whole perspective with the with the battle, it just it's gonna go with what you choose. Me, I feel like I said I'm gonna always prefer Jeezy over Gucci just because I grew up listening to Jeezy. I listened to both of them, but it was just something about Jeezy, you know what I'm saying, in the hood and in the traps. It, it was just different, man. Like I don't know if you know or not, like they raided DJ Drama in their studio because they thought they were selling right dope out there junk. Right, you know, I, I remember all of that. I remember all of that. So Chuck, I saw you commenting on it during during the battle and this and that. And that's why I was kind of lightweight mad because I was like, I didn't stream it through my TV. I was watching it from my phone. Cause like I said, the kid the kids were still up running around and stuff like that. So I was just watching it from my phone. But like everybody kept calling me and texting me and tagging me and all these posts because I had been talking all that junk about Gucci gonna do this and do that, da 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 da. But everybody's like calling me, man. Jeezy's washing him, and, da, da. and I'm like, dude, like, quit calling my phone. Like, wait till it's over with at least. So by the time I got off of there, I saw where you was talking about it. So what's up, man? Well, for me, we put on the big TV downstairs, so, so we got uh Vivo. So we looked at on Vivo on TV, and me and my wife, we've been talking about for a couple weeks. Because my friend Marshane down there, he's a huge Jeezy fan. And so me and him was talking, we were talking about the T.I. fan. I said, T.I. will kill him. You didn't know this and that. Jesus true friend with T.I. So we've been talking about for a while. But the thing is with me, when I look at two two of the people battling, which is Jeezy and Gucci, one thing that I have to say is I knew I was grip. I knew that Jeezy was going to win. Jeezy songs are more commercial. Worldwide, people know Jeezy's songs. Now, the thing is, though, you got to think of all the connections Jeezy had out the game. Let's go back to BML. Let's go to Drama. Let's go to Diddy. And then he went to Jay-Z. So think about all the people here in this corner. They're going to make sure he has the best songs possible to get promoted out there, right? Right. Gucci didn't really have that at first. Right. Gucci was... Gucci was signed with Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy was, at that time, it was still mainstream, but it wasn't. Who it had? Cuckoo Gal? My project? <laughs> what they had when Gucci came out? So, so again, when Gucci came out, so I did this so well, but when Gucci came out, because of the way Gucci was, I think the Gucci, it took a while for Gucci to grow, to mature. Yeah, but I Gucci yeah, he's still cool. ain't grow up. <laughs> yeah, he's doing good. He's doing good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> On the hood mentality, he doesn't shoot nobody stuff of that nature, but he never grew out of that. Think about this, okay? Look where Jeezy is today. You think they couldn't been Gucci? Gucci did songs right. Cherry, he was everywhere. When he did the interview with Charlemagne, Gucci even said, I don't fuck with people that I don't know. If you want to give me some money, cool, but we ain't networking and like that. Yeah, I want to do the song with him. You can't think like in this. So, I think that's done some of his growth for people to hear him. So that, 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 hold on, hold on, pause it. Pause your thought real quick. Like, I just want to piggyback off of that because everything that you're saying is 100% correct. But then at the end of the day, like, can we not just accept the fact that that's just who he is? And, but, yeah, that's okay. who he is. Okay, we accept the fact that's who he is. But the thing is, man, like, Okay, I put it like this. This is another thing, reason why I don't think the I don't think the competition was even close. And the reason why me and Dejan talked about this. Gucci started getting his feelings when Jesus playing that one on one shit because he would get mad if he couldn't compete. And then when he was throwing out some songs and all of a sudden you hear him talking to DJ, he said, Play play even my song, all my songs are hit. I'm fucking that shit. But you not going the audience. So you, you I'm gonna push back on it, and I'm gonna uh, there. I'm gonna throw my. I respectfully disagree in there now, and that's kind of what I was saying to y'all. Grip in the in our personal chat was like when Jeezy came in the scene, he he hit the streets and took everything by storm. Like you cannot deny that during that time period, everything he pushed out was like everybody was on it. And Charles, you kind of alluded to it a few minutes ago when you was like early in his in Gucci's career, nobody gravitated to his sound other than whoever his Atlanta, 
And like the Southern State, because he didn't have the push. But he that's what I'm saying. So it's like when I was saying to y'all, you have to use the full catalog and look at the entire career from beginning to end. That's where I felt like he was saying that, okay, yes, you had classics, you had hits. You can stay in that area, but mix it up and come back. And I felt like that's what Gucci was trying to do. Here, here's some of my early stuff. Here's some of my current stuff. Let's go back to the hood stuff. That's why he was pointing out like, all right, play some of my hood shit. Play some of my, my new hits. Play some of this where that's, that's the, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's, that's the security blanket that I felt like Jeezy had because he already knew that all I got to man, he could have played one-on-one and nothing else. If we're going to be all the way honest. So that's what I'm saying. Like you already, we already knew that going into the battle. Yeah, but my thing is with Gucci, why would you play songs that you, you know, if you're a diehard Gucci fan, you're going to know them songs. Right, 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 right. But see, but see, but look, but here's the thing. And that's why I was saying it last night. I didn't dive into the music part of it last night, but I was saying if that battle was really supposed to be about music from Gucci's perspective, then he definitely would have played those hits. My opinion on it is the songs that he played had an impact in Atlanta and the surrounding areas. I got one of my partners that's from Georgia that he's going to jump on here with me in the morning and he's going to talk about it from that avenue because I know a lot of people that's from Georgia and on their post, they're saying that they don't even mess with Jeezy like that. They was like Jeezy was known worldwide, but locally they wasn't on that wave. what i'm saying though we're we're looking at it we looking at it in hindsight yeah we looking at it in hindsight and then for me honestly with me when it comes with the music i'd rather take the gc more because jesus song when he puts songs together and shit i feel from the beat from the delivery i can't put like new shit i don't like his new stuff but like that one-on-one that recession one-on-three i'm gonna mix that i feel it hits me. And it's like me, me and Chris talk about all the time with Mozzie. We like Mozzie, Freddie Gibson. I said, dude, I feel their fucking music. I feel it. Right. I don't but, uh, all the time. I think Gucci do fun tracks. Avery even said that. I like people fun tracks. He's funny sometimes. That's all good and dandy. But for me, when I actually look at some material, I'm looking at your overall project and what do they mean. Hey, if you...
Gucci play something. I see him get on there and say, y'all gonna make me go back to school and go back. I'm gonna play this music. Kill my mic, bro. I don't lie. I hate this. So, my, so, my wife, my wife is a huge Gucci fan. She loves Gucci. She got so mad. She was disappointed. She was about the next day. She said, I'm disappointed as well because he didn't play none of his shit. I, I, he didn't. He, I mean, I said, what, my chain? Freaking girl? Like, like go ahead. To me, honestly, ain't none of they newer stuff like it they, either side. Just, just my opinion, though. Ain't neither I'm, one of they stuff just like that. Because you put out more material, but... Like his artists, you know what I'm saying? They bumped it, but they, I ain't gonna say Gucci ain't put out no songs and whatnot, but they new stuff, like, it ain't like that old shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that that old shit, when you play that old shit, like, no lie, you know this, you play that old shit last night, I mean, the other night when you was listening to that shit, I know you was thinking about, like, maybe some of your college days, where you was at when you heard this song. Exactly. You know, on this year. Exactly. Like, that's why everybody wanted to hear that old shit because it brings back memory. So that's what I'm saying. It's like for me, and this is where all three of us have touched on what our expectations was when we sat down and watched it. Charles, you said that your wife was a fan and that she was waiting to hear some of those songs to take her back. Grip, you said that you you was wanting to hear some of all them Jeezy hits and this and that to take you back. And I'm saying that when I sat down to watch that battle. I didn't expect it to ever be about music. My perspective was I know Gucci was going to come out there and antagonize that man the whole entire night. And I'm saying that from right out the gate, that's what the energy was when Gucci started putting his music on right out the gate. He threw like out of 24, you said it was 24 tracks that they ended up playing. Mm-hmm. Out of 24 mm-hmm. tracks, like 25 to be out of out of 25, 24, four or five of them was all disc records. Oh, yeah. That's true. So what I'm telling you is, that was kind of wrong to do. Even though I think he told he's So I'm going to pause you. I'm going to pause you and let's take a, take a break from the versus battle and let's keep it all. Take the gloves off. Let's, let's keep it all the way. 100. We're not talking about a petty music beef. We're talking about, it was right. It was never confirmed that he actually put that order out, but we all know, like, let's just, let's just be real. This how I feel. I feel like, even though you can't go play that with nobody like that, I feel like, do like, all right, they was jealous. I feel like, you know, they knew they was superstars, but I feel like, I don't feel like Jeezy knew just how big of a star he really was. Even though they saying that's supposed to be a homeboy, this, all, this shit is all that We don't really know. You know what I'm saying? We just know it was somebody that's supposed to be around you. But he, the hit, it wasn't really a hit. It was, he wanted to change for 10000 and a motherfucker ended up getting killed. Trying to go get that motherfucker. So, so even with, even if that were the case, you also got to understand who we talking no, I about. Understand it. And I, this, like, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. I ain't saying that Gucci supposed to like this nigga. I ain't saying he wasn't supposed to come up there and do the diss song or none of that. That ain't what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that why well, I thought he shouldn't have did the extra shit. All that we smoking on Pookie, all that shit. And this is why I hate it. Motherfuckers was just talking about Black Lives Matter. That's motherfuckers what I'm saying. Was sad with, motherfuckers, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Motherfuckers was sad when Nipsey died. King Von just died. Motherfuckers was sad. And then, you know, you can't, I don't know, like, he got to understand, kids is watching him. And then, not only that, more people, it's more Gucci fans than it is Jesus. You think it wasn't more Gucci fans watching it last night? It wasn't Jesus fans. I already know that. I already know that. So that's what I'm saying. Like, even when he dropped the truth and then after it went off and he said what he said, like that was even more disrespectful. I'm saying that 
and like if you, if, I don't know if y'all watched the Breakfast Club or whatever. Like the next I day, uh, Jeezy was on there, and Charlemagne was like, "Have you ever put yourself in Gucci shoes?" Yeah, he said he said I had to. I heard. And I'm saying to myself, I'm like, dog, like you gotta understand that right. if if somebody d- put this hit out, or even if it was for the chain, and it resulted in violence, and I'm saying to myself, dog, I could have lost my life. That's something that I ain't gonna never get over. I don't give a damn if no. we ninety and in the same uh, nursing home. I'm trying to knock your bingo chips over and everything, bro. Like. In all honesty, you In all honesty, I don't think it was gonna ever get to that point. This is what I, I feel like y'all y'all are all making valid points, but I think you're you're digging too deep into it because both of them knew that nothing was gonna happen right there on that spot. Because at the end of the day, you got the whole world watching. So you you you're gonna incriminate yourself. You can't you can't do nothing right there with the whole world watching because you you asking for, for time. What I'm saying is what I'm saying is he accepted that battle with no intentions of ever having it about music. Like that was his opportunity. That's his opportunity to confront the man who who possibly could have had me killed. But this is my thing. But this is my thing. How do you confront how you confront me twelve feet away from me? How you doing? You just you just seeing me. That really confronting the person. When I confront somebody, I'm gonna walk up home. I ain't saying I'm gonna be in your face or no shit like that. But you don't want to say I'm gonna be face to face with you. We need to go by no. You gonna know I ain't playing with your ass. But see, but but here's the thing though, because. Jeezy said that him and Gucci had had a conversation in the past and they had almost squashed it, but that's when he went and did his little bid or whatever. So I'm saying that y'all are right when you're saying that, you know what, man, we got to grow up. We got to move past this. People watching us, we role models to some people who knows. So I, I get that part of it, but I'm saying that he used that as an opportunity to let him know that, bro, I ain't forgot what you've done. It didn't necessarily have to end in a physical yeah. altercation. Yeah, but it could have. But it could have. What I'm getting to. Uh, That's the only thing I'm getting to. It could have. And this nigga just, then this nigga got a kid on the way. Yeah. So he clearly ain't using his motherfucking head. Like you said, this Gucci. This Gucci. This is what it is. And that's what I love about it. I guess we just like this nigga's crazy motherfucker. Who is? <laughs> my thing is too though is like when Google is doing that, Jesus was making him look bad too. Like when he put on the shirt, and it's called ten thousand dollars. He don't got nothing on. Motherfucker, I won't have one with him. But but see, man. but look, even with that, and that's why the post that I made earlier came from some dudes who was actually down there in Georgia. Like they're saying that. All of those jabs was not for him to say that he literally meant, you know what I'm saying? He wasn't highlighting the outfit itself. It was the subliminals of you told somebody that you'll give them $10,000 if they come snatch my chain and do this and do that. Well, the bounty that you put out on me, I just spent that on my clothes. 
you told somebody that they was going to come snatch my jewelry. And here I am now, 15, 20 years later, $5 million worth of jewelry on. Like, I'm, he's putting that in his face. So, you putting it out there for somebody to fuck with your scale. No, but I'm saying that was the end. That, it, if you look, it was almost like a like a wrestling match, like WWF, because you knew. That's what PR said that shit was earlier. He said that shit ain't going to never fuck a wrestling match. And that's what I'm saying. And I'm like, I'm like, bro, like once, once you saw them do all that talking and then they go and perform so icy, that's when it all automatically clicked with me. Like, all right, they already knew what was going to happen. They probably already had each other's track list. They, they put on a show. It was a show. Like, I think Bertrand said, y'all have to do all my TFEs. Cause you know, this is the end of the day. But going back to the business part, I ain't gonna lie. And Adrian, me, we talked about already. If Gucci was the better song maker, I was like with Gucci at first because I loved his energy. Because like Jeezy wasn't doing shit to me, his performance is garbage. I said, I'd be mad if I saw him live. Like Gucci's up there like hyping shit at the live, like right there. Showing like, you know. But but let's take it back to the music though, because like Grip, Charles, both of y'all can attest to this. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, that I own half of Atlanta was a powerful line. I said that last night. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to say that Gucci's irresponsible with his money and his business and stuff like that, because at the end of the day, he was independent. So he's got some kind of business savvy because he's able to do what he's doing and profit off of it. So so that's what I'm saying. Like, like, hold on before before motherfucker get that twisted on the podcast that don't know. So that's what I'm saying. It's like he ain't he ain't surrounded himself around no dummies and I don't consider him no fool. So everybody used that opportunity, like, oh look at Disney, he's still on materialistic shit, he's still on this and that. And I'm like to me, that went over everybody's head because it I ain't even gonna lie, it went over mine until I read that post. And I was like, damn, I ain't even looking at it that way. I didn't even think about it like that. Like, that's when I was like, you know what, man, they was just using this as an opportunity to to put on a show for everybody. Like uh, almost two million people's watching. That's entertainment television at the end of the day. But that's what I'm saying. It's like when everybody woke up, is oh man, Jeezy's the bigger person that shows you how mature he is, and blah blah blah. And I'm like, nah, I don't know what neither one of them got, to be honest. The honestly, yeah, it's, it's entertainment, I get it. But you know, today's time, these young kids, that's when they should be real all damn time. That's what I'm saying, like, man, it, you know, it could have been handled better to me. But I get it, man, I get it. They both on just some bad history there, but. And I think I like to go back to where like I think with Gucci. Gucci got his feelings, even though you said he had a playlist. But if I was Gucci, I would say, man, let me play all the hits people love and just vibe out with that. So that way he won't say, Yeah, Jesus just ran over Gucci. Because I think if Gucci would tell all the songs that he known for, that shit would be probably as high or close. I honestly have seen people that said that they feel like Gucci won. Now, I ain't that crazy. Uh, I ain't gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, that's just real <laughs> I, I ain't that crazy. I, gotta ask you, I couldn't wait to get over here. No, we got to talk about this. No, and then you go before I ask you this question. We got to talk about this Jesus or fake uh, or deal thing. I want to know why you feel like it. So I'm, I'm all jokes aside. You entitled to feel however you want to feel. Don't get twisted, but we had a conversation. I ain't mad about how you feel with that because I don't know this nigga person, period. Right. Right. So all, all jokes aside, like at the end of the day, when dude came onto the scene and his, his content, his lyrics and the stuff that he was talking about, I literally could paint a picture in my head and I'm like, damn, like, He's he's rapping about what he's living or what he's what he went through. He's rapping about personal experiences. And on top of that, these documentaries back it all up. So they ain't putting on a show. It ain't no gimmicks. He's literally just 
putting on records what they are experiencing and going through and they just using rap as a cover up. So when all of this stuff comes to head and everybody's starting to get busted, all the wiretaps and this and that, blah, blah, blah. And when people start facing these indictments, I'm not saying that Buddy was supposed to go down with the ship. I'm saying that at the end of the day, if they really saying that when people was reaching out to him, like, hey, we need some money on this. So we need some money on that and do hang up or he done went and changed his number and he pretends like he's not affiliated with them. OK, fine. That's you making sure your name ain't hot. So then that's when let's keep it all the way real. That's when he started changing his image in the music scene, too. He went. He. Huh? I'm talking about Jeezy. He went away from that whole entire image. And then I feel like, hold on. I feel like at that point in time, that's when his music started decline as far as numbers, as far as sales. It was reflecting in his sales that a lot of people were starting to turn away from him. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, boom, now he's back on his trap or die, snowman, back in this and that, that and this. And I'm like, all right, at this point, now you're just trying to sell records. You're trying to capitalize off of this image and you keep flipping back and forth. There's nothing wrong with being mature and growing as a person and you wanting to go down the avenue of promoting more positive music, sending out positive images, uh, go vote. My president is black and this and that. That's fine. But you can't backtrack and then go back to where you was in the beginning because that ain't growth. You know what, Adrian? We had that talk before, and I agree 100% with you on that. Because he's dancing that for me. You both talk about sitting there like, first of all, this dude trying to follow me, and he went back to talking about trying to die shit, and all, bro, it don't work like that. And Freddie Gibbs exposed to throw that shit hard on Tiana. He had a song against the Jeezy, because he left. That's all hard, too. I like to look it up and see what it is. You can listen to it. But he exposed Jeezy so hard. So to answer your question, bro, that that's why I said what I said. Like, that's just my personal perspective, because certain people, when I listen to their music, if it's believable, I'm like, damn, you know, what I'm saying like you, you're telling your story like this is your life. This is this is your path. And this is how you got to where you at. Same way with T.I. I'll use T.I. as an example. We know what T.I.'s image was when he came into the game. And that's growth. He don't even promote that no more. And you can tell it through his music. But that's like now T.I. drops an album and he go back to trap music. How you do that? This how I feel. I feel it's the same way you do it. I feel like, you know, y'all can, but this is how I feel. I feel like, you know, I know this is a business. And I ain't saying that maybe they ain't doing what I'm saying. That ain't what I'm saying. But this is what I'm saying. I feel like. If Jenna can do it, anybody can. I feel like it's just a part of you. Jake, but uh, Jake, we haven't done it a long time, though. Jenna still talk about the block and shit sometimes. Going back. But but that's what I'm... But look, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Go ahead, go ahead. I ain't saying he do. And every time, I ain't saying that. But, but this is what I'm saying. I'm not saying that... I'm not saying that he has to do what he's rapping about. I'm saying that, okay... Jay-Z makes references to his old life or this and that. But Jay-Z's not trying to sell his old life's image. Do you see what I'm saying? It's the same way. This is how I feel about the DMF shit. I don't feel like he was lying because I read the book. And they got all the paperwork in the back of the motherfucker. Like all of it. All the snitches. Everything. And it showed the niggas that were trying to tell on him. It was like two of them. But, um... I don't feel like he was lying. I feel like they needed him just as much as he needed them. And I'm going to explain to you why I'm saying that. They had an artist named Blue Da Vinci. Motherfucker probably, ne- motherfucker probably never even heard of him. They had all the money in the world. They, 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 they couldn't buy this nigga again. <laughs> <laughs> they knew where GB was headed. Right. So why not backing? So this is our way. Of it. But I feel like, because you know, Meech did some shit that ain't nobody gonna do again. But I feel like he did ignorant, he did ignorant shit though. Like the main who the fans was watching, and then you go throw a million dollar party. That's this is how I feel about it. If I get myself in a situation where I'm fucked up, I ain't saying you ain't supposed to look out for me and that. But you gotta understand when the fans might have his main phone tap, he probably wasn't answering the phone. He probably don't know who left it. And that's first. 
That's a fair assessment, and you're absolutely because, right. This, because check this out. This because I understand where Meek is coming from because I've been in there before, but I'm also add this in there. When you in there, sometimes if people ain't doing what you think they should, that's how you get the feeling. You will feel like somebody owes you some shit that really don't. Because really, you put yourself in there. Anybody that's been in jail, they put their in there. And I ain't saying GD don't owe him nothing. Y'all know he helped him in. But what I'm saying is, if a person really loves you and they get in a fucked up situation like that, they ain't gonna be mad at you for backing the fuck off now one thirty years. That nigga's still in there. Right. Right. And I, I respect that and I, I agree 1000%. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying that he was supposed to answer every phone call and beat her and do this and do that because, like but you said. Supposed, but you're right. Help them out with some lawyers and all this shit. But you know, we just really going by what we had. And and what of we of course. I ain't saying me. I ain't saying me's lying, but I know motherfuckers will get in their feelings on some shit and be mad at a motherfucker and say some shit that ain't true. We see it all the time. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't I don't know none of them. I don't know none of them. So it ain't got no personal impact on me. But what I'm saying is if I'm listening to your music and I don't feel like what I'm hearing is really for real, then I'm turned off by it. Like music is still at the end of the day, poetry like this is you supposedly putting your putting your life in rhymes and you you storytelling. But you know your boy still rapping about this shit. You think he got to doing? Who? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but see, but look, hold on, hold on, because because you missing what I'm saying. You missing what I'm saying. Hold on. I'm not saying that you have to literally be doing it. That's what I'm saying. The whole art of storytelling is is you telling and painting a picture for your listener. So I don't care about the content. I'm saying the image when you make Trapper Die 3 and you put the snowman and you making tracks, the snowman is back. You're capitalizing off your previous image that you said that you was moving away from. So, so that's, you just proved my point. You just proved my point. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not yeah. saying that he has to be the same exact person his whole entire career because nobody's ever going to be the same person. I most definitely would expect you to mature and grow and have some kind of different content from when you first came in. I'm saying that you can't put out Trap or Die, Can't Ban a Snowman, 101, and all this and that, and then you go to Church in the Streets and you you completely did a 180. Like, and then after a few years, now you done did a full 360 and you right back to where you was. Like, to me, at that point in time, he was just trying to sell records. And I guess that's the goal. I mean, I guess. But he so hard pretty good. Like that, that song I pretty good is called Real. You go with that shit, man. He exposed Jeezy hard, but Jeezy started like changing back. And that's what I, I've never even heard the song that you're talking about. So I formed my own opinion because of my own perspective. It wasn't influenced by the outside world. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying is a lot of people agree with you on what, what we say. That's all I'm saying is like I agree with you on spinning. I'm saying that's the reason a lot of people from Atlanta probably don't fuck with him like that no more. Cause I was telling Dave Ron, I said. One
he keep a 100 in himself. <laughs> I said, I do like that about Gucci to where, like, even if I'm better myself, I'm not going to think I'm better than you. You know what I'm saying? Which, with Gucci, I think one of his strong attributes that I really love for Gucci, he's a dope A&R person. Like, I love that because he all these artists out, the journal came from the Gucci. Like, my cousin, he came out of the studio with Homeboy, and I remember before Young Thug got there off on the Stoner. They went to Gucci studio, and they called it the Young Thug, because, man, we didn't know who the fuck this dude was. And, like, he came here, and the man dude was homeless. He was, like, you know, sure, all the jamming shit, and this dude come here rambling words, and he said, that's dope. They said, what the fuck y'all listening to? They would tell me about it. Two weeks prior, the Stoner came out. The Stoner came out, dude got the but Gucci always looks for talent. And that's what I love about Gucci that I don't like about Jeezy. Jeezy had talent that he could have promoted, man. Like, when he got Freddie Gibbs, he let that gold chill go. And, like, he always think about himself. Gucci never was that one. He always put people on. So I love that but, about Gucci. But, but Freddie still ain't blue, though. For that? Freddie still ain't blue, though. I mean, people listen to him. Now, he ain't, he ain't. I think he blew more now than the last three albums. I mean, he, he might have, but my thing with what you said with Gucci, I ain't saying he put people in the position, but there's nobody blow up that got away from him. I don't, I don't know, dog. Like, and, wait, he did. No, name me somebody that was blue before they got away from him. Okay, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I think, I don't Nicky know. Nicky had to get away. You know, Nicky, we knew, we didn't, we didn't know, we, some motherfuckers might have knew Nicky was when, when Gucci had her, but motherfuckers didn't know who Nicky was for real. When she got with Cash Money, he blocked. But it started with, I know, he had a blue, but they didn't blue. French Montana, Nicky. I see what you're saying, and I, and, and I, I get it, I'm because... Not, he didn't discover, I ain't saying he didn't discover, and he can't credit for that. That's a fair statement. It really is. That's a fair statement. You're right. You're right. I'm not saying he didn't discover him. He just couldn't take him to the next level. And to be fair, it's like he never really had Nikki. Like, nah. He. But she was earned him. He had him for real, but he didn't. He could have had him. I feel like he, he, he introduced her to the world from the mixtape scene. And then, like you said, when she got under Wayne and all of them, the rest is history. I think Walker's mom, Walker's mom helped out Nikki a lot too. But Walker's mom, Walker's mama helped all of them out a lot on the low, but they ain't gonna try to give her that credit. That's yeah. fair too. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. definitely. Business, business. This is the bad thing about business. When business goes sour, that's when motherfuckers get the line and they don't tell the real truth because everybody got feelings now, feelings and uh, So everybody feel away about each other. That's the thing. Some people can't keep business. You know what I'm saying? Business. You gotta keep business, business and friendship aside. Some people don't know how to do that. Some people think because you're cool, you ain't supposed to handle business with them correctly. And that, those are absolutely facts. So bring it, bring it back home real quick, because like I said, this is a, a very interesting conversation, and and that's why I told y'all in the beginning I wanted everybody's perspective because there's not one answer to that versus. Everybody viewed it. Right, right, and that's why I told y'all in the beginning I was I was looking at it from a standpoint of you're talking about two street dudes who already have personal issues i was tuning in from that perspective and as a fan of gucci because i felt like a lot of his music that has never been introduced to the rest of the world can compete with some of jeezy's greatest hits yeah yeah i feel like he should have did what he did he should have came in there and just made it a versus battle and that motherfucker was bad yeah. close that's what I'm saying. motherfucker already was close, and I ain't, I'm telling you, I'm a more Jeezy fan than I am Gucci. I had it like 
And that's why I was like, nah, I was like, only only certain people gonna feel this battle. Like this ain't for the world to see. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> that wasn't for the world to see. So they just let you know. They just let you know who motherfuckers grew up off of. Yeah, yeah. Right. How many people was watching? Right. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, bro, fuck all that vibe and shit. It's good yeah. to be it's good for the hip hop. The motherfuckers can get up there and maybe, you know what I'm saying? Maybe this will really squash it. It's probably some bullshit and they ain't squash shit, but maybe it is. You know what I'm saying? And if it did, that's great. Because we are all worse enemies at times. You feel me? And them two right there can learn a lot from each other and, and make more money, more moves. Yeah, open up more doors for motherfuckers. Somebody else made a good point. Do you think that after all of this, do you think if they did a a joint project, would people tune in or would they be all the way turned off by it? I don't know. I think if they did a tour, that motherfucker would sell them. Fuck <laughs> They help them out. Man, if they did a tour, do you know what the fuck that tour gonna do? You're right. Every word sold out. I don't give a fuck where you put it at. Because that motherfucker mad at this word. That you're right. You're right. Because the whole world was watching. The whole world was watching. Everybody was Who loving. Who you want to see next? Who would I want to see next? You know what I'm going to say. Uh... I, I need I need a Memphis versus. I don't know why the little three six would never happen. That would never happen, right? And who would put three six? Who they gonna go Like man, you like 3-6 six had a lot of enemies back in the day. Now, at one point, dog Gotti wasn't messing with three six either. Gotti can't fuck with three six catalog. So that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like like or Gotti and Dolph. Like Bruh, can't know. But see, but here's the thing though, and and I'm and I'm I'm glad y'all brought this up because to me, in my opinion, I view 3-6 in the same light that I would view Gucci. 3-6 was not known worldwide until later nah. in what they was yeah. doing. But Dang. some of their best music came before they was well known. Yeah, but we can put them against whoever. You know how we feel about them. I don't give a fuck who you go get. And so look, listen to what you just said. That's how I felt with, with Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. That's why I was like, nah, like, right. I was like, nah, to me, 3 6 don't get none of the respect that they deserve. A lot of the music that we listen to today, nah, them samples from 3 6, bro, like, shit. I'm gonna tell you who I want, man, because we'll be here all night if we don't. Who I want to see, bro. I want to tell you who I want to see, but it ain't going to happen. But the one I really want to see, it could happen. I want to see Dolph and Gotti, but that ain't going to happen. That ain't going to happen. No, Dolph just said that ain't going to happen. See, that's another one. Real quick before you get your thought off. That's another one of them personal, like, this is bigger than music. Like, this is real life. Yeah, but hey. But they have to be. They have to be on camera. They can't be in the same room together. They are <laughs> But uh, twenty songs, twenty songs, twenty solid songs. Close. Just pick twenty. Yeah. Dog got hit. Yeah. But, but uh, I want to see UGK and A Ball and MJG. Eee. That would be a good one. And I don't even like UGK. <laughs> That's what. Wow. I don't know what's wrong with the Charles. <laughs> <laughs> stand on that just so y'all know that I ain't switching it up. That would be an amazing versus. That's why I, I agree with you just off of history alone. I swear, bro. That motherfucker will be so high, bro. 20, 20 songs. 
You took the words right out of my mouth, dude. I was waiting for him to finish. If he close, but no, no, man. I think, yeah, I think Wayne can hang with him. I ain't saying Jigger ain't gonna hit him, but I think Wayne can hang with him. He's the only one. Like, one more, y'all. One more. It's crazy that nobody's ever thought about Buster Ryan and Missy Ellis. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, bro. That's the only person that can keep up with Buster is Missy. You know, I was just supposed to have a dope album. That last album was okay. But but just that idea alone, that, like not only them head to head, but now you're talking about a man versus a woman, and I don't know too many men that would like want to lose. Who, who you know a man that can keep up with it though? Who else? Ooh. She gonna destroy you when it comes to this. Ooh. That's true. I like that, man. We gonna have man, we might have to do a whole different episode of yeah. Like I said, I'm all for it, dude. I'm telling y'all, like, I work from home, so I'm at home all day. Like, it ain't nothing to just plug up and hit the record button. After this episode, shit, I got my list. But, like, uh, I'll wait, though. You know, kind of like I said, I'll get mine together, then y'all can get the date. I have mine together about four days. Cool, cool, man. I appreciate y'all. Like I said, good conversation at the end of the day, man. Like, for sure, fellas, for sure, for sure. Appreciate you. I had all kind of shit I had wrote down. I ain't even get into it on your asses, but it was good. It was <laughs> you tell me when, and, and I'm I'm here. <laughs> you tell me when, I'm here. Cause look, look, hold on real quick. Cause I saw your little picture with with Gucci and the boots and and the little uh, romper and hey, all that. Been, hey, y'all been y'all been killing my boy. I'm so hard. I had to do something. I felt like I had to say something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff, fellas.